your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right, welcome to Tuesday. Still Tuesday, right? We're still doing the election. So technically it's Wednesday, but in terms of the 2020 election, we'll count, we'll still say this is Tuesday. 608-785-7914 is the talk at text line. How's everyone feeling? I have no idea what's going on. I was trying to listen to, I was sitting in here, so I am sort of forced to listen to Hannity, although I can turn him down, but I just, for for like three minutes, I like to just see what's going on, and then I can't take it anymore. Uh, but it, he had uh, the bill, I can't think of the guy's name now, but. You know, the one guy, sexual sexual misconduct sometime in the past, got fired from wherever he was working, and now he's, you know, comes out with Hanny. Uh, and they were talking for a while, and then I was like, okay, that's enough. Uh, following the, if you're following the, I'm following the Associated Press site and just trying to see, you know, all the updates on there. They're never, they're never ending. The latest update Democrat Joe Biden has carried Michigan and its 16 electoral votes. Uh, That news came a little while after the AP called the state of Wisconsin for Joe Biden as well. And then there's a whole bunch of news. You know, I think Trump's demanding a recount. I shouldn't say demanding. Well, I guess he's demanding, but he's going to ask for a recount in Wisconsin, which is legit. (laughs) Like, that's not... Sometimes Trump says stuff and it's like, ah, and you know, the the vote was pretty close. So I think it was closer than Trump's victory against Hillary, right? So, and we we were doing. I think we what did we do in 2016? We had like uh, the Green Party candidate. Didn't she have to the, to call for a recount or something like that? Was it wasn't it something weird like that? It just it just popped in my head. That's right. We had a recount, but it was like Jill Stein that was gonna demand the recount. Uh, looks like uh, all the races in our area, if you stayed up with me until, let's see, what time did I go to bed? I think I went to bed around 5 a.m., which is super fun. <laughs> That's actually not all that abnormal for me. So, um, But yeah, I was just constantly updating numbers if you were following along. And... Uh, I, I I will admit, so I'm following the Lacrosse County numbers, and you know I'm trying to do the math. At one point, I at one point I I was like, oh, 100% reporting in Lacrosse County for Kapanki and PAF's race, and PAF is one. So I posted that Brad PAF is one, and then I then I went, oh wait a minute, <laughs> there's more. This this uh, although it is Lacrosse County. Senate district. There's other. There's other bits, bits and pieces of the county. So I, I'm like, oh, I better unpost that. So it was up for a couple of minutes. I'm like, oh wait, and then eventually he did win. So I didn't feel so, so stupid. <laughs> but I did. It gets late, and you're you're doing this, uh, you know, from from for for almost 13 hours straight so uh and, and just looking at numbers and, and trying to follow along with everything that's going on nationally and everything that's going on statewide and then i was paying attention to minnesota uh you know we have minnesota listeners obviously but uh i've i live there so i was 
you know, a little bit, a little bit more interested in what happens there as well. Uh, we'll go to the phones. Caller, who's this? Uh, this is Heidi. Hey, Heidi, go ahead. You're on the air. I am. Okay. Right now, literally. Are you ready for? Oh, you are. Okay, oh, yeah, I'm hearing him on the radio, so I didn't know. All right, I'm just calling because I tried to call this into your show yesterday, actually. I have a 29-year-old niece that worked at a polling place in Milwaukee. I know everybody was talking about Western Wisconsin, but she was working at a polling place in Milwaukee where the election supervisor was a Democrat. The people who were taking, she was the only Republican in the room, and she saw many, many invalid ballots that were pushed through, which just adds to the stories that have been circulating today in Philadelphia, where the election officials in the polling offices were wearing Biden-Harris masks. No, no, nothing to worry about there, right? Face masks while people were coming in to vote. Um, a gentleman who also was uh, in Arizona, um, with the, where the 600,000 ballots still haven't been counted yet, and we're led to believe that Biden's got that in his pocket, too. I just think there's all kinds of nefarious things going on, um, but you don't hear about it, really. It seems like a foregone conclusion. Biden's speech is like he's giving his pre-acceptance speech. And with everything that has been going on for the past four years, all of the lies and the disinformation, and there's proof, but nobody will do anything about it because the Democrats have their foot down on everything. Um, I just think it's really, really disgusting. And I wonder if the inaccurate polling and the inaccurate ballot counting that's going on right now, why in the world would anybody stop counting votes and then start counting them again in the country, anywhere? Why would they do that? I just, I don't trust it. My longing is not for Trump. I don't trust the Democrats as far as I can throw them. They will do anything while they live in their gated communities. Nancy Pelosi and her $14 ice cream, a pint, telling people to get comfy when her ice cream, her refrigerator is bigger than the box that the homeless people who live just down the street from her live in in the streets overnight. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call, Heidi. Um, a lot to take in there. I want to say that uh, some of the vote counting was stopped because the Trump campaign had called for it to be stopped. But I, I'm trying to, there's, I have, a, I have like 43 tabs open. So um, I read that in one of these tabs that was open, but it's a, it's a lot to take in. And what Heidi did there was a lot to take in as well. All right, we're going to take a break. Quick break. Brad coming back doing the news. And uh, a little bit of news update on the Lacrosse School District, if you haven't heard already. That's coming up. We'll be back after this on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. If you want to get in here, I'm getting a couple of texts. I'm getting a couple of Facebook messages. <laughs> I'm getting uh, info from everywhere. But if you want to call, you can too. 608-785-7914. It's funny too. I got one text from a, a number we didn't have in our text line. So I'm like, hey, who is this? So I can put a name in the text. And then I read their text again. And I'm like, oh, you already told me your name. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Nick. But Nick texted in... Um, uh, and I, I saw this story. I follow the Oregon, Oregonian on uh, on Facebook, so I, I did see this. Uh, my great aunt used to live in Oregon, and so I like Oregon. But anyway, I saw this uh, this post that uh, Oregon's legalizing or decriminalizing. Legalizing would be different, right? 
decriminalizing all drugs, not just marijuana, but all drugs. I don't know exactly how that works. Honestly, I didn't read the story, but, but it was a news story at the top of the hour and Nick texted in, uh, pot, meth, cocaine, really meth and Coke, not smart. And, uh, he said, uh, they're de- decriminalizing small amounts of those drugs. Okay. You you know, the, the, the text comes in backwards, but there we go. Nick texted in what's, what state did they say decriminalize small amounts of pot, meth and cocaine? Uh, yes, Oregon. So, all right, we got it. We got it figured out, Nick. Sorry. Um, yeah, that's uh, that's where we're at, I guess. You know, freedom. Let people do what they want. If they want to, if they they want to do coke and meth, they can. It's like their body, their choice, right? Or not? Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. We'll go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? Hello. Uh, this is Mark. Hey, Mark. Go ahead. Hello. You're on the air, man. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh... I got you, right, Rick? Uh, what? No, I don't have Rick. You're on. Go ahead, Mark. This is Rick. You're on Lacrosse Talk PM. Oh, yeah. I was wondering to clear something up for me. When I went to vote yesterday morning, I had my Trump hat on, and the lady said that I had to take it off because you cannot endorse anybody at the polls. And I had never heard that before, and I could have swore that I'd seen hats before. A friend of mine... Uh, wore his yesterday on the north side and they didn't say anything to him his wasn't as uh as noticeable as what mine was but so it's crazy because then i took it off and i held it behind my back so instead of standing in line looking forward where nobody would have saw it the 20 people behind me in line had to have seen my hat so yeah it really didn't she didn't tell me to get out and come back in a different attire but i'm almost positive that i've seen things before at the polls and i could be wrong but no i would I, say I, I just yeah mark i would say that that's a rule i don't know how long that rule I, it's it hasn't just been imposed that's been a rule I, I couldn't tell you how long it is but uh i remember reading that too you can't wear anything that supports one candidate or another and and, and then it's like you can't you can't even be within x amount of feet of the polling location uh, you know, supporting one candidate, you have to be so far away from the polling location. Um, but uh, just, what, just, did, as a gen, just as a general citizen, I mean, that's kind of like going to a baseball game and you can't wear a hat of the opposing team. Or uh, I'm just not understanding it at all. Yeah, and I don't. I'd really like to know how long that that's been in effect because I I don't understand. Isn't that the whole thing about voting and being able to express your uh, Second Amendment or First Amendment, really, freedom of speech, basically. I mean, why, why can't you say what you like and I say what I like and we can have a conversation about it or you can give me a dirty look like people did and we can move on. Yeah, I'm not really sure, you know, what maybe started that. Maybe just that, the the idea that if you're wearing a Trump hat uh, or, or a Biden hat, somebody might in line, you know, take a... F- you know, take you up and, and start to, I don't know, maybe it, maybe it creates some sort of controversy in line. I have, I have no idea. It seems, it seems a little petty, but you know, where do you stop then, Mark, if you're wearing your, it sounds like you had a nine gallon cowboy mega hat on, uh, that everyone could see while somebody else maybe had, no, I'm just kidding. Um, right. But, but the, it, thing it is, is I, the thing of it is, I scratched my back and I held it behind me where more people probably saw it by her making me take it off than, as me standing in line looking forward to where I'm going. Yeah. Good thing you didn't so, have good, I, good thing you didn't have a Trump shirt on. She would have made it you turn it inside out. <laughs> you would have had to take your well, shirt that's off. My, that's my next, 
that's my next question is if uh, somebody, you know, by the name of Smith or, you know, Nike, anything goofy like that where, you know, it's such a common name that you might have something on, what are they going to do? Are they going to actually tell you that you have to leave the polls and come back or, like you said, turn my shirt inside yeah. out? Mark, I'm, I'm I, getting I a text. Under, I don't understand it at all. So I'm getting... if you get that explained to me, I would be really appreciative of that, Rick. I'm getting a text here from Main Street Guy. He says, it's called, Rick, it's called electioneering, you buckethead. So Main Street Guy is calling both me and you, Mark, bucketheads. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I am a Trump supporter, so I probably am a buckethead. (laughs) All right. Thanks for the call, man. All right. Thanks, Rick. All right. 608-785-7914. Gary Podesky says, can't wear anything political uh, for years. 200 feet. He says 200 feet. You haven't been able to do that four years. I think that's as a FOR years, Gary, or the number four years. Because four years, that would be funny if we just enacted that like four years ago. Uh, Al's texting in and the idea of uh, Oregon decriminalizing drugs. Drug sure, drug sure until the taxpayers have to clean up the mess or the their the their mess. Um, yeah, that's that's the whole flip side of of the whole drug situation is if you let anyone i don't think they're allowing uh legalizing drugs like some states did legalize marijuana which you know we could start talking about that right like we could uh new new uh candidates in our government or old candidates the way the the some of the races went yesterday but a new a new race here a new uh new term that's the word i'm looking for we could start bringing this up right like uh we decriminalize marijuana or legalize marijuana at least medical marijuana like we could have that conversation i know uh during the senate debate between brad paff and dan kapanke kapanke wanted nothing to do with legalizing any of it and brad paff was possibly okay with the idea of a path to legalizing it medically right but you know just the idea that it's everywhere around us is legalized it to some extent except i think iowa uh, so 608-785-7914. I got some other texts here. We were talking obviously about the election Heidi had called in earlier, but Mike texts in unverified claims about misbehavior at polling places are not facts. It's funny that Trump already declared victory despite many votes not being counted yet. Democrats are the ones messing with the election. Uh, Mike continued, how can the Democrats have their foot on it when the Republicans control the white house to the Supreme court, to the Senate? And I did look this up. Where did I put it? Uh, uh, Heidi said something about their, they've stopped counting votes in certain parts of the country. Um, and this is just a snippet from an AP story. Trump, in an extraordinary move from the White House, issued premature claims of victory, which he continued on Twitter today, and said that he would take the election to the Supreme Court to stop the counting. It was unclear exactly what legal action he could pursue. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell discounted the president's quick claim of victory, saying it would take a while for states to conduct their vote counts. The Kentucky Republicans said today that claiming you've won the election is different from finishing the counting. So when you want to complain about the counts being stopped, uh, sounds like Donald Trump's trying to stop the counts and um, is going to take it to the Supreme Court. I'll uh, we'll go back to the phones. Caller, who's this? Uh, it's Mark. Hey, Mark, go hey, ahead. Your last call. Your last caller making the comment that Trump is in the White House and has control of the election. Where where does he live? The states have control of the election. 
And one of the big problems is is that in the state of Pennsylvania, the mail-in votes they're not they're looking at the date that it's that they can come in. They can come in after the fact. When, when does it make people responsible for voting in a timely manner to make sure that their vote gets in there at a normal time? Does anybody take responsibility, or should we just have the doors wide open for uh, fake votes or whatever? How are we going to How are you going to sort it all out? What's the why, why do you say why, why do you say fake votes? Because you know, in the state of Wisconsin, it's it's one thing to have uh, a voter request a ballot, certify that they asked for the ballot, the ballot being specifically assigned to them. Where in Pennsylvania, it's a whole different process. You just send them out full scale, and how do you how do you make sure that one vote, one person happens in that state? I don't think it's possible. And when you put it into a to a big metro like Philadelphia. In those cities, you don't have near the control you have in lacrosse by any means. You're surrounded by everybody of the like mind, all Democrats. And how do we know what happened to those votes? Where, where in, Phil- in Philadelphia? Interesting. Yeah, when you look at Philadelphia and, and Pennsylvania, how, where all that county is going on, where all these mysterious votes are showing up, how do we know? No, we just leave it wide open. What? We're all supposed to believe in the why, system. Why are they right? mysterious? The the mail gets delivered every day, so they've been postmarked. Hey, Rick, can you t- can you tell me why the polls had it so wrong? Can you tell me why they had Biden up so much, just like they did in 2016? Uh, did it was can he you up by? That? I didn't know Biden. I didn't know Biden ran in 2016. Uh, Main Street guy is yeah. calling him. Main Street guy, go ahead. You're on. Hey, Rick. So. Uh, you know, I was just kidding about that whole buckethead thing. Oh, I know. I just had so, to, I had to make you sound like a jerk is what I wanted to do there. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Um, well, you got to dehumanize people before you can claim victory, right? Okay. So, anyway, the uh, the you made it sound like he wants to stop the vote in Pennsylvania uh, forever or something. Well, I, I think you're aware he wants he wants to stop the vote in Pennsylvania until. Uh, election observers from the GOP are allowed to do their job, which they haven't been allowed to do. And same in Michigan. In Michigan and Pennsylvania, their state law is that they have to be allowed to observe the ballot counting process. Oh, it was my. So he wants to stop it until they're allowed to do that. It was my understanding that he might want to stop the vote, maybe in Pennsylvania, because he wants any vote that's cast. You know, the the whole postmark thing. So the votes that are coming in that are postmarked yesterday that are coming in today. I, I was thinking he wanted those to be stopped. He wants those not to be counted or to stop counting those because they shouldn't count because he's going to take that to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court is going to rule that votes. Uh, despite the rules that were put in place, those votes will be invalidated. Well, he's okay with counting the votes as long as there's observers in there. But, and then they can keep track of... So it would almost be like provision... If there was a problem with... Uh, uh, if there was a problem with a like an absentee ballot or a mail-in ballot, you know, that would almost be like a provisional until if there was legal action. But, but, but what I would... Mean, would uh, what, counted. what are we talking about with the Supreme like Court? You wanted to stop the vote. Well, what are we talking about with the Supreme Court? What decisions he going to take? That, what, what does he want the Supreme Court to do then? Well, during the press conference, I didn't hear anything about the Supreme. Well, he said something, 
But when they were out in Pennsylvania and the lawyers were out there, they said they wanted the vote counting stopped until observers could be sent in. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call. I got to go. Uh, Scott's comment coming up. I know a couple of you, are, I'll get your phone calls here in a minute, but we're going to break for news. Scott's comment coming up. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. 608-785-7914 is the talk and text line if you want to get in here and uh, let me know. Give me all the facts. I was talking to Mike, who's driving, so he he couldn't send me the facts. Uh, he said he uh, during the break, I, I, I like to do the show during the break as well. Uh, he said that uh, Wisconsin had more votes than registered voters. Um, and Mike, maybe I texted that back to you, <laughs> or I just texted somebody randomly uh, in the in the uh, talk and text line. But somebody's going to get that Milwaukee Journal Sentinel story. Uh, so fact check: Wisconsin did not have more voters than registered voters uh, in various places. Wednesday, people took to social media to allege Wisconsin saw more votes cast than people who were registered to vote. Put a fact: National rated a claim in this vein as pants on fire, which is kind of a weird liar, liar, pants on fire. So those claims are being, those aren't, those aren't true. Uh, and we can get into it if you want me to keep reading, but uh, we got a call, call coming in. Caller, who's this? This is Craig. Hey, Craig, go ahead. You're on the air, man. So, you know, regarding the election, really, honestly, you know, when you got, you know, a lunatic in the White House ranting, raving about fraud. Then you got Sleepy Joe not knowing what's going on. Either way, it doesn't really matter. Both both sides we're not really getting getting our our money's worth out of out of our elected officials. And honestly, the the system itself is broken because we still are using the archaic system of an electoral college. The only reason that was put in place by the founding fathers was because they did not uh, trust the common man to make the right decision when electing their officials. So those electoral college votes, they can swing any way they want, even though it may be for a certain person, whether it be Trump, whether it be Biden, whether it be anybody at any election, they don't have to follow what the, the, the popular vote uh, deemed as as their elected person, they should eliminate the electoral college. Go with a popular vote, and just whoever gets the most wins. Yeah, it would, it would make it would make more sense. I would like to see my vote count if uh, if if the you know if the state like say Minnesota went for Trump, but I voted for Biden. Well, my vote is now invalidated because the, all the electoral college votes go to Trump. So, yeah, it is kind of funny the, the way that works. But thanks for the call, Craig. Uh, we'll go back to the phones here. And man, I can't believe Eric from Sparta hasn't called you. Uh, caller, who is this? Susie. Hey, Susie, you're on the air. Go ahead. That gentleman was greatly, greatly uh, incorrect and misinformed because the electoral college helps the smaller states like us to have a more proper representation from those larger municipalities and larger cities. So he really should look up more what the purpose was, but it was the opposite. It was more for the more everyday people. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I think yeah, many people interpret the electric, electoral college a lot of different ways. If you want to get into uh, slavery in the North versus, versus the South and uh, having people in the South more represented than people in the North, you could dive into that wormhole if you wanted to. I don't want to right now. Uh, there, now, there he is, Eric from Sparta. Go ahead. You must be listening. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Eastside Tony. This guy is corrupt as they come, and Milwaukee Mayor Tom Bear is corrupt as they come. They will do anything they can do to manipulate the ballots over there to make sure that Joe Biden wins. You he, wait and see. He already he, he already won Wisconsin. Well, until until they get uh, investigated by the Trump campaign and the lawyers and all the illegal ballots they have over there. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because we we'll be able to trust the the Trump campaign and and the, and his lawyers. Yeah, they're, 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 it's, listen, Rick, they have lawyers. Listen, I know you're getting. Let's get rid of that. Uh, yeah, is Rudy Giuliani going to go make sure all of the Wisconsin ballots are are legit? Is that how that's going to work? Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Another caller. Uh, caller, who is this? You're on the air. Dave. Hey, Dave. You uh, your head out the window? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, go ahead, man. Uh, the Electoral College is there for a reason. If we were to do popular votes, California, Florida, and New York would determine the election every time because that's where the biggest populations are. So just by them voting, they outnumber the rest of the country. So those three places would literally make the decision of who the president is every year. That's why the college... The electoral college was put in place. Okay, so you're not you're not good with popular vote that every other country does. Well, not no. every, not every other country, but every other democracy. No, I don't. I, I I believe in the electoral college because otherwise, like I said, California, Florida, and New York hold the majority of the population of the country, and so those three states would literally decide who is president but how how would you feel as a republican california so every vote in minnesota (laughs) all right so we're not not gonna talk uh yeah as a republican in california that would that would make me feel pretty in you know like inept because my vote just wouldn't count i wouldn't even it wouldn't be worth voting for president if you were in california then uh so because you know which way the california is going to swing um carl's texted in Man, as corrupt as all these Democrats are, I wish they would have stole the election in 2016. Um, Tim Tim said he tried. Tim Tim wrote me a, a novel. Oh, there, maybe he's calling now. Is this Tim that wrote me a novel on on the text talk and text line? <laughs> it was. Oh yeah, go ahead, Tim. You're on the air. Okay, I was uh, just saying that. Uh, you know, over the 50 years that I've been voting, I've never seen any problems like we're having now until the Trump um, administration got in there. And time after time, when they've um, thought they've had issue places and, and they've done polling on it, they found that there was no problems with it. The only current problems I can remember, I think it was in 2018 when the Republicans had those uh, down south, they had uh, a guy down there um, canvassing votes or changing votes or something, but, um, you know, these poll workers that are working, 
um, at the polling places, they're Democrat and Republicans. They're there to do one job, to check the ballots in that. They don't care whether you're a Democrat or a Republican. They're just there to do a job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for the call, Tim. Yeah, I would say uh, I, I say what when you when you want to start ripping on the, those volunteers and, and people that dedicated. Uh, I talked to Carl Cox, I believe his name was at the uh, the, the the beach, uh, Black River Beach, for the polling location over there. And you know, I was like, so you, have, do you how many poll workers do you have? And are you taking shifts? Do you get to get out of here for a little bit? Do you work like a four, two, six, eight hour shift? And he's like, no, we're here all day. And all night and all the next morning, I suppose too. Uh, so they, you know, no breaks for those guys. And and here we want to we want to sit here and tell them that they're <laughs> they're doing their job incorrectly or they're they're cheating or something like that. When when really they're uh, they're they're dedicating more more than a day to uh, to their civic duty of counting the ballots. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM, 608-785-7914. Good luck getting on, though, because the lines are full, and I believe Gary is first in line. Gary, go ahead, man. Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm good. Good. You know, there's and, and thanks for what Terry had said, the last caller. The people who work the polls, they're working there, like you said. It's a job. They just, you know, they're there to make extra money, and there's even some... I know one person who volunteered because she knew that they were short. She worked 15-plus hours for free just to be a, a good citizen. And as far as, you know, both sides that get mad, they want to accuse each other of cheating. And ask the human Google machine, Brad, if he's there. Back, I think it was the 2011 uh, recall, there was also a state Supreme Court judge that was up. It looked like the Democrat was going to win and was being kind of declared a tentative winner. And then it was a wealthier district around Milwaukee, a suburb. It was a registered Republican who was the clerk in that area. And then that next morning, she had forgot that she had 12,000 ballots in her trunk. You know, and I, at the time, I thought, uh, but, you know, and I could see how that could happen. You're tired, you're taking ballots down, and you're going to, whatever it was, she was picking them up, going around to the polling places. I forget what it is, but Brad will remember because he was up at that watch party at the midway, and and I'm pretty sure it was at the recall, the 2011, and maybe it was the spring election and a different election. But I know that there was a Republican clerk that found 12,000 ballots in that area that won it for the Republican Supreme Court person at that time. And, yeah, a lot of people were mad, and they thought fraud. But it, it really, if there was as much fraud going on in this country as what people think, and, and as far as Heidi saying that there was people there wearing Biden hats working, that's an urban legend. She is so wrong, and her niece is probably sitting back and laughing. Whoever, I'll tell people. Uh, be- all right, Gary, <laughs> you got to watch the language. <laughs> um, I will say that Heidi said that her her niece or some a family member working in Milwaukee said that some people had Biden masks on, and I was kind of thinking like, yeah, you know what? If if somebody had a mask on. The way the way this works in any store is the workers at the store are like, oh, I want to tell you to take your mask uh, or put your mask on. Well, here they have a mask that's they're not supposed to wear, perhaps because it's affiliated with uh, one side or the other. Trump or a Biden mask, uh, Trump mask is that even a thing? Um, but but I will say that uh, 
maybe the the workers there felt uncomfortable <laughs> telling someone to take a mask off, right? Uh, Main Street guy, go ahead. You're back. Well, I can't say anything about poll workers because my mother-in-law is one at my polling place. But you might want to tell Podesky that uh, some people have their 10-year-old daughters listening to the show because it's about the election. Uh, nobody so nobody heard that. Clean up the language. Nobody heard that, Main Street guy. We, we, we dumped okay. it. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the other thing was uh, it's a small point, and uh, I'm not trying to be uh, contradictory, but... Uh, you mentioned that, like every other democracy, uh, you know, we don't have a popular vote like every other uh, modern democracy in the world. We're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. We have a representative government. And that's, you know, a lot of people talking about the Electoral College, this and that. I wouldn't be afraid of a popular vote. I think it would change the way our candidates would, would campaign. And I think the results would also be a lot different. I think a lot different kind of people would be voting in states like California or New York when you know that your your vote would count. Yeah, definitely. You know, I think really with a, change things up. I yeah. think with a popular vote we could add some other we could incorporate some other things. I know there were some cities in Minnesota that went to uh, I talk about it a lot, but ranked choice voting, you know, if you added a couple of these other things then you would you would the the, the it would even things out I think a little bit. All right, I got to I got to get to this other call uh before we we head out. So, uh caller, who's this? Uh, this is Tom. I was going to say what he said, that uh, we're not a democracy. We're a constitutional republic. Just right. thought I'd clarify that. All right. Fair enough. Not a democracy. Soon enough, we'll be, we won't even be a constitutional republic either. We'll just be Donald Trump's America. Uh, uh, Ryan texted in, the Democrats were the ones that pushed early voting, unsolicited mail-in voting, and pushing past deadlines. Um, yeah. That's that's great. Thank you for making it easier to vote. Uh, uh, another person texted me, and it's three lines of text, and they're all out of order. So I don't know if I'm going to be able to decipher that one. Uh, what else do I got? Do I have any other text? I don't know. Got some ones. Uh, no, I think that's good. Okay, I could try to decipher this. Hey, Rick, I know we're under the election topic right now, but the my body, my choice comment. Think about that one for a second. Yeah, it was a... It was a joke, Nick. Like, uh, you can put, put whatever drugs you want into your system. It's your choice. Your body, as we talk about Oregon decriminalizing all drugs, and then a couple of states legalizing marijuana. And that's just a simply not a conversation that we're having in Wisconsin hardly ever. I, I brought it up in one Senate debate. I don't think it was brought up in any other. I regretted, regretted asking the question to the Kopanke and PATH uh, because they, they just, you know, they kind of, well, Kopanke actually said no way, Jose, essentially, to, to anything legalizing marijuana. PAF kind of walked down the middle, which kind of is how PAF does things, right? Like the Brad PAF's kind of going to gonna try to stay right, right in the middle on every every topic. Um, wait until we get some lefty in the uh, running for some of these. Maybe for mayor, the, the upcoming election. Maybe we get just a very liberal left mayoral, mayoral candidate. Uh, we'll see what happens if they're if they're good, uh, you know, at speaking about some of these topics. Uh, updating, let's update this uh, the AP News website. Let's see, Biden wins Michigan, Wisconsin now on brink of White House. That was a thirty minutes ago. That's the update that I got there. And I will say one more thing. I, I'm hoping to have uh, the superintendent on tomorrow, but 
The Lacrosse School District, if you haven't heard, has delayed opening schools. Once again, this is, I believe, their seventh time that they've delayed. You know, they pushed it back a month to start. And then since then, each week, you know, as they look ahead to the virus, the idea here is to be open for at least two weeks. So if they can't do that, they're not going to open. But since then, they've pushed it back six other times. And today was the seventh. And they've pushed it back not a week now, but they've pushed it back through the semester. So lacrosse schools aren't going to have children, aren't going to have students, I should say, all children, in, in the classroom until January 18th now. And there might be... They're, they're working on a metric, I guess, or just some way to have K through two, so kindergarten through second grade students in the classrooms if possible. But other than that, it looks like uh, we'll be virtual learning all year and into next year. All right, that's all I got. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll do it again tomorrow.